0: Welcome, everybody, to the Progressive Podcast, the podcast that will help you progress your health and fitness goals and enabling you to enjoy life more by having a healthier and more active lifestyle. I'm your host, Luke Lamont, and I'm sat with my co host, Aaron Williams. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about New Year, New Year, health and fitness goals and what you should do about them. So, first off then, Aaron, how's life? Uh, good,
1: really good. Um, just winding down to Christmas now. Cool. Sure. Um, so, obviously goals on the forefront of everyone's minds. Um, I'm, I'm already thinking about what my training's going to be looking like uh, come the new year. Yeah. Apart from that, yeah, all good. Sure. Uh, got all the Christmas presents sorted for once. Normally a last minute, only a last minute job. I don't know. Well, I've done so. I've done anything um, But yeah, a bit sore, so I'm done with training now for this year. I think I've got one more session and that's been done for the year.
0: Cool. How about you? Pretty much the same, I've got a couple more days left of sessions. Uh, PT sessions, got a couple more training sessions myself. Uh, Christmas presents, still got stuff to do, so I'll probably panic by on the weekend uh and then it'll be a case of finding someone to wrap them <laughs> um but yeah goals i've been yeah thinking about it non-stop obviously you know it's something that we do whether it's our own training or whether it's going into the new year with you know our clients and stuff like that thinking about their goals and what we're going to do with creating plans and stuff for them so yeah it's all very much on the like you say forefront of our minds so yeah cool um guys if you can hear like a thumping noise we apologize it's uh, the treadmills upstairs, others. Um, hopefully, it's not too loud for you to. Live. You can still hear it clearly, and it's not too loud in the background. Um, but we do apologise about that, and it should only be this episode, maybe one more episode, that this bump in the noises here. Right then, uh, so let's get into it. So, first off, why is the failure rate to you, Aaron, so high when it comes to New Year, New Year fitness goals?
1: So, in my opinion, the failure rate is massive when it comes to new goals in the new year because people go from zero to 100, um, like that. So they'll go from eating whatever they want over Christmas, um, not caring about calories, not caring about fitness and health and all that, um, to going, right, I'm gonna be on it, cut out chocolate, cut out crisps or <coughs> anything like that, Any, anything that they may deem bad for them Um, and then they're trying to get to the gym five times a week Um, and then most of the time they're under eating as well so that lack of energy they don't want to go to the gym and then they don't go to a gym that day they overeat another day and it just all snowballs from there Um, so yeah that's, in my opinion, um, from what I've seen in the
0: past, that's, that's what I tend to see yeah. happens mostly in the new year. What I'm saying is like people set these unrealistic goals, but what you should be doing, which is what we'll get to in a minute, in a little bit more depth, in depth is people should be setting realistic goals. You know, look at your life, look at your lifestyle. What can you do? What can't you do? You know, me and Aaron differ very much in this sort of um, scenario because Aaron can train a lot more than what I can. So I can only train three times per week in the gym, so that's all I do. I don't set set a target doing five times, because a lot of people will set this target at five. They can only do two or three. They can't do the five, they get disheartened and they paid off a whole lot instead of doing what they can do. So it's, the failure rate for me is so high because people aren't setting smart goals and are trying to do things that are too drastic for their lifestyle. Yeah. Right then, so how to set a goal? So obviously we've got outcome and process based, haven't we? Um, so For you, how do you go about setting a goal, for you or your clients? So I look at um, the acronym SMART, so Specific,
1: Measurable, um, Achievable, Realistic, um, and Time-based. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we look at making that goal specific to that person, so if it's me, for example, It's got to be specific to me and will it fit in and around my life? So it's something we talk about massively. Um, Like Luke's just said, Luke can only commit to training three times a week. If he trains more, great. If he doesn't, he's still hit his three times a week. Whereas I can commit to training at least five times a week. Um, But although I can do that, I've then also got to factor in my rest days because of football and things like that. So it's got to be specific to that person and, and also set out exactly what you want to do. Then we move on to um, measurable. So is that, is that goal measurable? Can you measure it over the period of time that you're going to do it? So if it's a weight loss thing, for example, you can track your weight. Um, if it's to look better, you can track progress pictures. Um, fitness, you can do certain fitness tests and retesting workouts. Um, <coughs> everything really in f- health and fitness is pretty measurable. Um, there's some things that would be harder than others to measure, like um, resting heart rate, for example. That might be a little bit harder to measure unless you've got the equipment or you just do it the old fashioned way and measure your pulse. Um, and then, where, where are we now? Achievable. So it's gotta be something that you can achieve. I can't say um, in three months time I'm gonna go to the CrossFit Games, for example. It's not it's not gonna happen. Um, or the Olympics. Yeah, it, it's just not gonna happen. Um, so, it's got to be, and this really is the same as realistic as well, yeah. you've got to be realistic with how, much, like how far you can take this as well, so if it's a weight loss goal, you've got to be realistic and you've got to think, right, <coughs> if it's going to be sustainable over a long period of time, which we all want, and if it is going to be healthy for me, can I really lose three stone in four weeks, for example? No, probably not, that's not realistic. Um, And then time base is just setting a time period in what you want to achieve your goal. Um, I find that for some people it is good to have that sort of deadline to work towards and that date to work towards. So maybe it's a holiday for some people. Um, Maybe it's a certain event happening. Uh, it can be anything, but if you put a time based on that, on that, um, goal, then you're more likely to hit it. Um, my programs tend to be time based in terms of like sort of eight weeks of concentrating on certain things. So I've just done a strength program, which was six weeks of just strength work with the goal of upping my strength in different lifts. so that time base comes into it massively as well. So
0: think about that when setting a goal in the new year. It's called Parkinson's law. So Parkinson Parkinson's law says that if you don't put a time cap on what you want to do, then the task will expand to the amount of time given. So if you give it eight hours to do something, then you'll probably get it done in eight hours. But if you give it, if you don't give it eight hours, it'll probably take as long as it will go on. So for example, when it comes to your goals, if you say right, I want to achieve this within. 12 weeks then you, there's a bit of pressure on them to get it done within 12 weeks but if you say i want to achieve this <clears throat> the chances are you'll be one or two years down the line and you probably wouldn't have achieved it because you haven't put that little bit of added pressure onto it and um, the way i go about setting goals is slightly different i mean it's the same sort of um components of what aaron said but i tend to figure out what outcome we want so then it can be any outcome that you want so For example, if somebody wants to go from, say, morbidly obese to, I don't know, really thin and they're fitting into a medium t-shirt or they're fitting into a size um, 8 dress or something like that. So that's the outcome. What we then must do is we must, because that's going to be a big drastic change and it's going to be a long change as well. So then we've got to create other outcomes outside of that, which are a little bit closer. So then it could be, that could be the two year goal, then we might create a one year goal which might be to get halfway or three quarters of the way. We then create like a six month goal, an outcome, which might be to get a quarter of the way or half of the way again, it all varies. So we find out what we wanna achieve within a certain time, so that's our outcome. So by working away for 12 weeks, for example, three months or whatever, we wanna achieve this. Well, that's then gonna lead to a bigger outcome, which in another three months, we're gonna achieve this. So once we've figured out what outcomes we want, our big outcome, we can then work it back. Your outcome might only take six months, so therefore, we might have two outcomes. So, we might have a six month outcome and a three month outcome. Now, once we've achieved, um, once we figure out what outcomes we want, we're then going to look at the processes that are involved to achieve said outcome. Now, the processes for most people are pretty much the same thing it's going to the gym, and it's uh, taking care of your nutrition, taking care of your sleep, and recovery. So now we're going to get a little bit more specific. Okay, so they're like the big processes. So now the specific processes are going to be how many times per week are you going to train? How many times per week are you going to be in the gym? How many times per week can you potentially go out for a walk and get some cardio? How how much sleep are you going to get? What time are you going to go to bed? What time are you going to wake up? Because we want to keep those two variables the same. What days are you going to have of rest? And then we look at all these specific things, such as like nutrition. What's your current nutrition like? Are you currently eating protein with every meal? Are you currently tracking uh, calories? Are you currently binge eating on weekends? Do you have any idea sort of what you're doing day to day with nutrition? We then look at all these different factors and we get like a baseline of where you're at and then we start to chip away at being consistent with some of them. So for example, if you're not doing any of those things, then the first thing you're going to do is you're going to be going to the gym two to three times per week. Okay, that's going to be your training goal. A minimum of two sessions per week, potentially three. You might potentially have a cardio goal, so that could be one power walk per week. A 60 minute power walk, which then can be done on a day off on the weekend. Then we'll look at a nutrition goal, and that could be, if you're not at the minute aware of any calorie consumption, it could be that you're going to start tracking your calories. I don't care what you eat, you're going to track your calories, and then we'll get a baseline of how much you're eating. If you're already tracking calories, then we might start to include protein with every meal. You might hit certain calorie intake, and that'll be it. It could be that at the minute, your sleep is all over the place. So you're getting like four, five hours sleep one night, eight hours the next. We're gonna try and get consistent with the sleep. So we're gonna set up a bedtime and a wake up time so that you're getting between seven and a half and nine hours sleep. So this is how we go about creating the processes to then get you to that outcome so it sounds like a lot it sounds very overwhelming when I explain it like this but once you've broken it down you're then waking up every day and you're chipping away at the little things marginal gains is called it's chipping away one by one and then you're focusing on that little thing which then equates to the big thing once they all add up over time is it the quickest way of doing it for some people yes because if they try and do too much too soon then they've been off and they never ever change whereas this quick way might take two years which is much quicker than what most people do because they never change they always progressively get worse they will progressively get bigger rather than healthier or leaner because they try and do this fad diet for 12 weeks six weeks whatever and then they fail rebound etc so they're yo and they're up and down all the time and it just spirals out of control whereas if you actually take the time and set out the foundation get some baseline habits in there and then chip away after two years you'll be in a space that won't require a rebound and you'll be set for life because you'll have the healthy habits in place and then it'll just be a case of maintaining yeah so, i was just going to go over
1: that bit where you said the one power walk yeah now a lot of people have a step goal yeah which is great it, yeah it is good to have a step goal but then they worry about hitting that step goal every single every single day of the week mm-hmm. whereas what you've just said about that one power walk a week you've got you've got seven days to fit that in if you're busy monday to thursday you've still got friday saturday sunday yeah. to get that one power walk in so it's a weekly average of steps yeah whereas if you're busy on monday to thursday and you've got a step goal of let's say ten thousand a, yeah. a day and you've done three thousand on each of those days you're going to start panicking. And this is what a lot of people do. They either start panicking and getting stressed out even more about it, or then they have just in it off in general. Just go, ah, oh, well, I've missed this week, so I'll start again next week. Yeah. And then we all know what that means. It means that I'm not really going to bother doing yeah. it anymore. I've already failed it once. So, and then they're in that negative mindset about it. Yeah. So yeah, just chipping away and making small, but sustainable changes is going to, um, is massively going to
0: increase your chance of success. So going back to what I said then about um, the 10,000 steps per day, we're hitting 3,000. So you're 7,000 short, four days a week, which is 28,000 steps. So then you've got three days to hit your 10,000 plus get 28,000. So that could be one day out on a mountain. So instead of looking at it as 10,000 per day, look at it as 70,000 per week or something like that. I mean, if you're hitting three thousand a day, and your goal is ten thousand, that's not a realistic goal. So you probably your goal is probably going to be about five thousand rather than ten thousand if you're only hitting three thousand, because you're not going to be giving a ridiculous target to hit. Because we want you to hit that target. To target. Because hitting targets gives you momentum to carry on and tackle bigger things. If you're like small wins, isn't it? So understand. Yeah. Totally not them wins. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's like a snowball effect that gets bigger stronger and then you feel like you can tack- tackle bigger obstacles that come up during your journey if you like and it's the same with calories as well i mean calories aren't really related to this one at the minute but i'm going to throw that in there anyway because a lot of people will overeat on monday for example they'll hit 3000 calories when the men hit 2000 So then they've been off the week because they've gone over. Whereas what you should be doing then is, okay, I'm gonna decrease my calories by 250 calories for the next four days. And then the average over that five days is 2000. So then you're back on track. So instead of looking at things daily, look at things over the course of a week. And then like I say, you're hitting 70,000 steps per day, for example, or you're hitting, I don't know, uh, 14,000 calories per day, uh, per week, sorry. Rather than 2000 per day, so you've got that sort of uh, what's, what's the phrase it's like margin for error? Yeah, 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 if you like, yeah, cool. So, as what is a good and bad goal? Just so like quick fire, good, bad. A good goal, what? So, a bad goal for me, I'll go first then. Eh? So, a bad goal for me is picking up a magazine and going, I want to look like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get get what we're doing. So a good goal for me is, right? How can I look? So if you're currently in an extra large T-shirt, or if you're currently in a size eighteen woman clothing, like dress or something, I don't know, um, what called just tops, size eighteen tops, and then you want to go down to uh, an eight or a medium, for example then a good goal would be, right, I'm an 18 now, I'm an extra large now, my goal is to get to large, my goal is to get to 16. That's a little mini-outcome. Create the processes around it, achieve it, then you go to the next mini-outcome, which is going down one size again, rather than going from here to here, which is a million miles away. Yeah.
1: So I'll go more fitness and performance-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. performance I'll say a good goal would be to, I want to improve my Mobility, so I can hit a full depth squat. So that's something that can be that can be uh, measured, so you can see how far you come, um, and also you're thinking about moving better. A bad goal for me would be if you're in that position where you're not hitting that full depth squat and you're not moving that well. Just to clarify, be, full depth is where you squat all the way down, so you take your bum hmm. pretty close to the floor. Yeah, so so you're getting your hips below parallel of your knees, that would be what's classed as a full depth yeah. squat. A bad goal for me would be if you're not moving well and focusing on the weight, so I want to deadlift 200 kilos, but on your current, on your current uh, deadlift, your back's rounded, um, your hips have come up straight away, so you've not moved well for what you've done currently, but you're still focusing on lifting heavier and and doing more with that um so yeah in general i'd just say good goal would be to move better bad goal would be to focus on the weight and that and, but that's only if you're not moving
0: yeah so it would be make sure that you're doing the lift right mm-hmm. that would be the first goal if you're ticking off that box and you're currently lifting 60 kilos on a deadlift and you want to lift 150 kilos then you're got to go the goal should be really from 60 to say 80 kilos. Yeah. yeah. So to add that 10 kilos on each side. Marginal gains again. Yeah, yeah. and then add it up that way and over time you'll get to that 150 kilogram personal best. Cool, so as you can see, basically what we're summarizing that little bit is, it's extremes. So a good goal is realistic, as Aaron said when he explained the smart targets, and a bad goal is something that is just so far in the wrong direction it's so far out there that it's very hard to grab and um, so most of the time
1: these unrealistic goals so actually take you backwards so you see it on fad diets where they're promising loads of weight loss and everything you come off it like it's all well and good when you've done it and you come off it and you put the weight back on the more. go to fitness and training again um we'll go back to the deadlift. You may be able to pick up 100 kilos off the floor, but if you're back rounded and you've pulled your back and you can't train for the next week, then have you have you really won there? Yeah. You've lost a week of training.
0: Plus, week plus, it'll so probably take longer, won't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, time And then not only that, you'll lose strength. So you won't be lifting up hundred that you just picked up. Yeah. So same again, you'll go backwards. Yeah. Cool. So how can setting a good realistic goal benefit the people, Aaron? So it it goes back to
1: sustainability again. Um, And I've just thought of this now. Pretty much everything we've said is have been aimed at not taking shortcuts chipping away and um, not trying to get this fast fix don't take shortcuts that because by setting a good realistic goal you'll you'll sustain it for a, a lot longer so, achieve yeah um, so you're not going to go backwards like we've just talked about um, and the whole thing about progressive as well is you will progressively get better over time. Um, I think that's as simple as that bit needs to be really. Yeah. Um, yeah, you will keep progressing over time rather than uh, hitting the goal going back to square one, hitting the goal again going back to square one and just being in that vicious circle of up, down, up, down. Um, our idea of a good goal would be to keep progressing um, month on month, year on year. Yeah,
0: just make progressive a habit. You know, we're not called progressive just because we like the name or for the sake of it. You know, there is a purpose behind the name and it's something that we truly believe And You know, we're not after this, like, like Aaron said, shortcuts. We're after progressive over a longer period of time. Marginal gains, they add up and they equate to this big outcome that you've wanted. It's just patience at the end of the day. We all want to achieve it in the, fir- in the first week of January. We all want to get back to normal, but it ain't going to happen, is it? So we've got to be realistic, we've got to be smart about it, and we've got to understand that it's going to take a little bit of time. We've got to stay progressive, we've got to stay consistent. We've got to adhere to our programme, so we've got to do what we've got to do. And it'll add up over time. Um, and a way of doing that is creating this plan that is sustainable, a plan that you enjoy, a plan that you can do, a plan that fits your lifestyle. Uh, and you know, this plan will have goals that are are doable for you you know so if you're at home now with you know three kids running around you've got a partner you've got a full-time job you're a little bit stressed because of work you've got family stuff on weekends and you can only get to the gym two three times a week no offense but you're probably not going to be like a bodybuilder just like i'm not so what we do is we figure on what we can do and what sort of outcome we can get and we chip away at it all right cool And uh, a little um thing going back to what Aaron said about um the diets and stuff like that and rebounding there's stats out there that back up what we say we're not just saying it for the sake of it because of what we believe there are stats out there and it's 95% of dieters regain the weight once it's over 95% so we have 100 people that went on a diet 95 of those people will regain that weight they lost once they finished that diet and then of that 50% of that 95% would then regain more weight and that is staggering yeah that is staggering so and that all comes down to this whole episode people are not setting smart targets not setting smart goals not looking at what outcome they want and what processes they can go about to get that outcome so you know if you told a kid um to create a goal you tell them to be clever about it, you tell them what can they do, you tell them what's uh, what's doable for them. You've got to treat yourself how you treat your kid. Okay, cool. Right, so we're getting to the end now, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take home action points, Aaron, from yourself. So, biggest one would be, when thinking about a goal, make it smart.
1: So, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. Um, that would be for me anyway, Luke. Luke thinks of it more as a process, like you said, um, and building processes around it. Um, don't take shortcuts. So don't don't think, oh, I've only got a month to do it. You've got six, 12 months, and the idea is to make it sustainable in the long run after it, not just hit your six, more, hit your six months and be part of that 95% where you put it all back on again, or even the 50% of that 95% um, and last one is just work hard, um, chip away at it and just work hard. It, it's not easy, but if it was easy, everyone would be in amazing shape walking around. Um, so it is hard, but just keep chipping away,
0: keep turning up um, and that momentum will take you through. i guess my take home action points are find the outcome that you want look at your life look at your lifestyle look at work look at your family and create processes around that that will get you to that outcome so the outcome might be to look a certain way now if you can only train three times a week that's your bare minimum get those three boxed off don't create anything else so just keep it simple take home points keep it simple make progressive a habit set an outcome-based goal and create processes around getting you to that outcome. And that concludes the podcast, guys. So we'll be back in your ears again next week with another podcast. Uh, Hope you enjoyed watching and listening because this is an audio version as well, uh, audio and uh, video version as well. So (laughs) thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.